Hello there, and welcome to today's episode of In Case You Missed It. We're Jason and Tony, and these are some things that you may have missed this morning on the show. And shame on you if you did. Uh, how would you spend $10 million? I like thinking about it. If somebody just suddenly handed you $10 million, well, wow. they'd be my new best friend. Yes, they would. I'd kiss them on the mouth. I would. I don't care who it was. They'd be my besties forever, Absolutely. that's for sure. Survey says the average American says it'd take them seven years to blow through $10 million. That's fast. I don't. It is sure. fast, but I mean, you, $10 million, this is going to sound really bad. $10 million ain't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. I mean, I I could think of a way to get it done earlier. Yeah, heck, there you could buy an island. Yeah. And and there are movie stars that own a $10 million island. Right. But but then I'd buy the island. And, and then there you'd be broke with the island. And nowhere to live whenever right. I got it. No boat to get where you'd starve to death. You'd be like Gilligan out there. Right. So, but you could in one purchase. You could you, do that, yeah. But they're saying um, gradually or... The survey says uh, uh, they found 10 practical and mo- and mostly kind of boring ways in the 10 most common things we'd splurge on. Um, the practical thing is investing. Obviously, you'd want to do that so that, your money can make money. That's the smart thing to do. Give money to family. and eh, they're on their own. That's the sweet thing to do. Uh, I well, Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I got a small family, though. You, golly, you'd go broke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, savings, buying property, paying off debt, charity, uh, setting up funds for kids, buying a car, uh, traveling and starting a business. Yeah. Those are all pretty practical. Now the splurges dream home, traveling, vacation, luxury, vacation, latest technology, sports car, new clothes, private Island, diamond, uh, diamond jewelry and, uh, fancy restaurants. Wow. That's a lot of good splurges. I know how I'd go broke because I'm stupid with money. I'd, I'd buy, you know, like a a lot in Manhattan to build Uncle Jesse's house or something, <laughs> or all all the Duke's cars. Yeah. I'd Tony go, bro. He bought all the Duke's cars. Yeah, he went to Manhattan, yeah. tore down a thirty story building, yeah. and built a complete replica of Uncle Jesse's house from the Duke's of Hazard. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. He jumped one car and went broke, crashed it. Yeah, poor Tony. That's yeah, yeah. Now he's living here again. <laughs> We learned about some poachers that got killed by a goat. <laughs> what kind of serves these guys right, I guess, this story? What happened? Uh, there were suspected rhino poachers in Zimbabwe. Oh, I hate those. I've seen the stories on those people. I just, you know, Elephants I'm all about rhinos, hunting, but, but, but if they're endangered and whatever, and, then they and you're just, poaching and you don't have a license to do it, then, and, then you're wrong. And they mutilate them and leave them out yeah. to die. It's horrible. Well, they these uh, poachers, they were running from uh, some park rangers. Good. But mm-hmm. they got killed. But, not by a rhino, not uh, by a big elephant, not by anything like that. Uh, a, a goat, a daggum goat got them. <laughs> a goat? <laughs> a goat. Well, they ran into the goat, and I guess the goat stood its ground, and it overturned whatever they were driving. Wow. So they were out. Poaching rhinos. What kind of? And a goat went, not on my watch. <laughs> nah, you ain't. Yeah, it was a bad accident. <laughs> kind of goats are they breeding in Zimbabwe? <laughs> like Goliath goats? Uh, one park ranger said, poachers really get my goat. 
If you're a reading kind of person, Tony and I had some great books to add to your reading list this summer. Where's Waldo? Don't count. Uh, A lot of people, uh, readers, as we call them. Them reading people? Yeah, them reading people. They get two or three books they're going to read through the summer. It's a... Summer's a great time for reading, apparently. A lot of their books have words and stuff. Yeah. Not enough pictures. There's not enough pop-up or picture books <laughs> anymore, right. is there, Tony? And activities where you pull something and something happens. Well, Most kids' books have those. Well, me and Tony got to thinking that if uh, everybody does this, what kind of books are us rednecks reading? <laughs> That's a great question. So we've got some books, some su- book suggestions here for your uh, summer reading list if you're a redneck. Okay. You want me to start? If you want to, sure. Okay. One good redneck book would be The Five People You Meet at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I've got The Bridges of Hazard County. Sons and Lovers Who Happen to Be Their Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> the Collected Works of Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> That's Get her good. done. That's a good read. Another, Oh, the Places You'll Clog. <laughs> This is, you know, this one here I think would be real good. It's a series of books, Lord of the Onion Rings. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh, another, Are You There, God? It's Me, Ted Nugent. <laughs> great read. Uh, this one's good, and uh, it, it's motivational even. It's uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Intoxicated People. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, how about A Tale of Two Trailer Parks? Heard that was Amazon kind of oh, yeah. bestseller it's, it's list. A, it's a bestseller. Uh, last book I've got on my list is, uh, and this one's for y'all who like scary books, uh, Children of the Cornhole. Oh, <laughs> that'll terrify you. Man, those are some good books. You can add those to your reading list this summer if you're one of them book Readers. people. Yeah. Had a new film strip for the alternative history of the Upper Cumberland. Hope you enjoy it. The alternative history of... The Upper Cumberland. Today, let's look into the history of the first firework, which, ironically, was invented right here in the Upper Cumberland. It was called Half Empty Propane Tank. It was the first firework, so obviously the entire town showed up to watch the lighting celebration. The mayor wanted it to be extra special. So he put half-empty propane tank up on the courthouse steps. It came time for the lighting. So, to be safe, he decided to use a flare gun to light it. Since it was Sister Claudine Tucker's 100th birthday, the mayor let her shoot the flare into half-empty propane tank. That exploded and killed 90% of the city's population. Oh, it was awful. Smoke everywhere, people screaming. The country song called Charcoal and Baby Kittens was written about that dreadful day. When the smoke settled, people were amazed. Sister Claudine was eating her birthday cake unaware anything had happened. She was deaf and she thought the giant flash was just people taking pictures. What a story of survival and perseverance Miss Claudine had to share. That's the alternative history of the Upper Cumberland. Tony had a brand new word of the day. Use it to make you look smarter. And now, to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present Tony's word of the day. Deja Chew. Deja Chew 
is when somebody is chewing tobacco and they have a strange feeling that they have chewed this tobacco before. Deja chew. Last Tony's word of the day. Here's the best country lyric never written. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. You're the tackle to my box, the fort to my knocks. You're the crocs to my socks and the chicken to my pox. That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And we'll leave you with today's Real Good. Good. A uh, couple in uh, Texas named Sky Howard and Clay Cameron were planning to get married later this year on New Year's Eve, and they were hoping Clay's grandmother, Charlotte, could be there. But Uh she's 100 years old. Her health has been going downhill lately. So they decided to move up their wedding date. And last month they got married in her hospital room just so she could be there to see it. Sometimes uh-huh. grannies that's, and grandpas, they, they're that's pretty right there. Uh, that's they, pretty. they didn't want to stress her out. So they kept it a secret and made sure it was a, as small as possible. Sky's mom was there and a close friend married them. The only other guest uh, was granny. Well, you know, his granny was probably his leading lady before yeah. this girl he married, um, you know, before they started courting. Clay says she's always been the matriarch of her family, mm. and uh, she loves it when he wears a suit, so he really wanted her to be there. Apparently, they're still playing to have their other wedding on New Year's for all their friends and stuff like that, more of a celebration than anything. But that one's for granted. But this one was the most important to them, and they posted some pretty great pictures of it online and uh, it's all on uh, Yahoo if you want to go see those pictures. And such a great-looking couple, too. And you could see, even though Granny can't get out of bed, Aww. just as happy as she can be. It's just awesome. Oh, granny, what a great thing to do. Granny love is the best love. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. To uh, Sky, Clay, Charlotte, and everybody in that family, y'all are real, real good. good. All right, that wraps up today's podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to In Case You Missed It.